inside the cave. So inside the cave, thank y'all for being successful and going for the support from people, you know what I'm saying, I feel like it's making moves. Y'all don't know now, I'm standing right now inside the cave. It's a major tool, don't, don't sleep on uh, Thank y'all for being a major outlet to a lot of people who need that. You're on the number the one show inside the cave. David, this show is great. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation. Preach! You would not believe it. <laughs> you would not believe it. You have to listen. You're about to go inside the cave. The cave. <laughs> With CB, Joe Dirt, Big Dog, International D, Sed, Philly Bell, Cousin Lamar, and Cat. Inside the cave. Let's do it, yo. Then it's on. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Facebook, like us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Inside the Cave, and follow us on SoundCloud. Shout out to everybody listening to us on SoundCloud and the TuneIn app. You can hit that follow button on the TuneIn app and listen to us inside the cave podcast. All right. I am CB, and also with me today is Cat. Always with me is Joe Dirt. You supposed to announce me right there now, show well, No, I'm doing no, it. No, no, no. You know what? This is the reason why I plan on changing the show into Inside the Dirt Sheets. Okay, but see, Dig Dog told me I should introduce the lady first because everybody always says, What's up, CB? And what's up, lady? So if I haven't introduced her yet, I should introduce her first. So, Dog running the show now? Uh, he gave me a recommendation. I thought it was a good idea. Whatever, Stan. I I apologize. Uh, Joe, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Always here, cousin Lamar with the emails and complaints. What's up, cuz? Yo, what's going on, fam? What's up, everybody? International D. What's going on, everybody? Said and Big Dog will be here pretty soon, and uh, I think Veli Vel is off today. Hey, I need all of our Inside the Cave listeners. If you want to meet us for the first time next Sunday, April twenty fourth. It's going down. We are hosting our, recording our live show uh, at the Barber Challenge, the Barbershop Challenge. Uh, don't miss it, the Battle of the Champions, all right? Uh, come down to 3830 West Wabash, South Wabash, Chicago, Illinois, at the uh, Branch Union Hall, and meet your boys inside the cave and lady at Inside, inside the Cave. We are doing the full-blooded Barber Battle of the Champions. Uh, you can come meet us. We're going to do our live show and uh, you can meet all of us and check out the show. It's supposed to be a pretty dope show. Uh, the show will be going from on from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we'll be in there for a couple hours doing our show. Joe, you uh, excited for that? Yeah, my concern is Veli got another day off. Yeah, well, what can you do? Uh, make sure I'm, I'm keeping track of that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, trust me, brother. I'm keeping track of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping track. I'm keeping track on Veli and said. But uh, yeah, hey, you guys excited to be doing that? Uh, everybody who Skype yeah. saying y'all be there too. So uh, we're gonna should have... be fun. I might get out there and cut hey. somebody here. D, you know what? D, you should actually show up to that event. You know what? I, I wouldn't even go there. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how like 
we got like one dude in the cave with hair, but y'all going to a barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> That is pretty funny. You got a good point. But. I'm going to stick my ass in Europe. Uh, I accept it. All right. Hey, we got a good show. A lot of people have been listening, man. First of all, Cat, a lot of people love your segment, so we're going to do it again. It's called Cat's Corner. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you've been noticing, though, Cat. A lot of people like the, sh- like the segment, huh? I see this, and this is awesome. I appreciate everybody. Please keep sending in um, questions, because that's what, you know, it's everyone else that makes it happen. Yeah, man, we're going to get into this, but let's get into this. Uh, first of all, let me say this, though. I want to say R.I.P. to a guy who, uh, mm. Jesus Christ, that guy growing up in the Chicagoland area and anybody else who has listened to syndicated radio, let's give a shout out R.I.P. to uh, Doug Banks. Man, I remember that as a kid, man. He was somebody before my actual plan out of high school was to be on the radio. And I actually was going to my poor attempt at college was to try to do radio. And people like Doug Banks, Steve Harvey, Tom Joyner, Rick Party, those are the guys, uh, Crazy Howard McGee, those are the guys I listen to all the time. And to hear that Doug Banks uh, went on to glory, man, that's that's that was sad to me, man. Then to see how sick he was, I didn't even know how sick he was. But uh, hey, you guys, 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 got any memories of uh, Doug Banks? I just remember listening to a show all the time on GCI. Yeah. And I remember. Can I see the interject? And I hate to be redundant. Sure. But. When was the last time you all went to get a physical? And this is, I'm, I'm on y'all asses. Black men go to the doctor. Take right. your medicine, exercise, eat healthy, drink water. You know, I met a nigga who told me with a straight face, he doesn't eat vegetables. Hmm. Like he said it like, yeah, I don't eat vegetables. Like he was proud of it. And that makes me so, so sad. Please, black men, we are losing you at an average now of once a week. Yeah. to controllable diseases. Hey. And if you notice, they're all about the same age, early 40s, late 30s. Please, all of you, care about your health. We True that. You so much. You, Go you, to the you doctor. know what it is, Kat? I'm going to tell you the mind state of a man because a lot of men, especially if they get married and they, and they might only be sleeping with one woman, Women always have to go to the doctor, so a lot of men just feel like, "Well, if she okay, I'm okay." <laughs> and I used to think like that too, but I go to I get my yearly physicals and stuff like that. But you know, women always are at the doctor, so if you with a woman, so you most men think that, "Hey, well, she okay, I'm okay," because you know, men only care about one thing. You know what I mean? Right. So, hey, as long as I ain't been burnt, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I remember as a kid, man, it was the the, the morning show on GCI started off with Tom Joyner in the morning, yep. and then it was uh, Doug, Banks. Doug Banks in the afternoon, in the afternoon Rick afternoon, Rick yeah. Party in the evening, man. That that was it, man. So, all right, Pete. I have a tape that I tried to record off the radio. I think it yes. was uh, yeah. uh, somebody else's tape. I had to put the tissue in yeah. for Moken Steph, He's Mine on the radio. <laughs> yeah. And on that tape, I actually had like a whole Doug Banks, uh, Tom Joyner, like mix up of songs. And if anybody has a tape player, I'd love to play it for you. 
Yeah, good luck trying to find exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> it's a tape player? Jeez. That was the days, boy. You put the uh, scotch tape over the holes of the tape. Yeah, VHS and stuff like that. Now, I know our listeners might be thinking, I know they're not going to do this this week, but let me tell you what I've learned from the greats in, in radio. The show must go on. So even though we just said RIP to Doug Banks, we still got a show to do. So let's get this started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment. The A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right. Uh, hey, cuz, what we got on the emails uh, for Kill Yourself and Start Over? I heard we had some emails this week. <laughs> yeah, for uh, Kill Yourself and Start Over, man. We, uh, <clears throat> they're getting a little wild, man. We're going to have to, if, we, if we're trying to go the route of the radio, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure how many more I'm, I'm going to be able to uh, read off of this, man. Uh, just read a few of them then. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, <clears throat> for Kill Yourself Start Over, uh, I got one. This guy, he calls himself the master out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. And he's saying that uh, anyone bald-headed and putting black tar on their head and getting it lined up to make it look like that guy here needs to kill yourself to start over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. He actually he actually said a couple more, but I didn't... Uh... I didn't uh, say the, uh, put the rest of them in, cause but yeah, he's he's real pissed off about that, man. Uh, he had a whole yeah. bunch of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he he makes a good point though. I I kind of get what he's saying, cause it's like men shouldn't be wearing weave, exactly, and, and stuff like that. But um, and, and not that there's anything wrong with guys who choose to wear a weave. Yes, it is. There is something wrong. Uh, CB's not judging you, but I, I am. I understand what the master is talking about. Uh, what else you got, Cuz? All right, and then... Um, <clears throat> um, he used to put that on his head, right? Is that the stuff that looked like a swimming cap? <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you, you say? Know, the, the, the hair, the paint on hair. Is that what, like, Carlos Boucher had? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it's, like, to the 10th power now because it's, like, it's, like, a... Oh, jeez, it's, like, a... I don't know how to You got to buff it and wax it into these Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah. What else you got, cuz? All right, so we got uh, Rachel from uh, Dallas, Texas. And she's saying that uh, <clears throat> that cop who molested the nine-year-old girl and then tried to drink poison and kill himself, yeah. he needs to kill himself and start over. Right. Yeah, right. do us all a favor. For real. <laughs> right. Sick. Don't try to drink the poison, drink it. Yeah, yeah, he actually did drink it from what I heard and then uh, just didn't work out too good for him. You know, well, do, it, do it right next time. Right. I know, right? Didn't, didn't that happen on Empire, though? Somebody tried to drink poison and, and die? And, and no, I don't watch camera. Empire. Oh, no, okay, that's all. All right. You got anything else, Cuz? No, no, that's all I got, man. That, that's all I got in, in terms of email for that one. All right. Well, what you got, uh, What you got, D? Yo, man, um, I, I thought about this for a minute. I, I think I'm going to go with the the C, uh, Chief Executive Officer, officer for uh, Sprint, uh, the phone company. He uh, decided to release uh, an ad, basically, uh, where he uh, was trying to get customers' views on uh, what he thought of, what they thought of other uh, wireless companies. And uh, he approached his, uh, uh, a white lady, and uh, he asked her what, he, what she thought of T-Mobile. What's the first word that came to mind? And she she said ghetto. <laughs> wow. Well, so uh, this is okay. As as he tried to argue on Twitter that you know sometimes the truth hurts. Uh, sometimes whatever you call the truth is not exactly good marketing, you idiot. Well, so uh, 
Uh, no, nah, man. So he, he went the wrong way. He ended up having to pull that ad and it ended up backfiring on him and his company. So I know you a Sprint customer for 40 years, CB, but that was just stupid. What, is, so what was the ad? What did he say? What'd you say? What'd he say? What was that? Oh, that's what he, he let her. He let the customer speak saying that she just thought it was ghetto. That and was she bad. Go on further with it, but you know, obviously it was caught. And they actually tried to post his ad, but then after you know several customers start going in on them, they had to pull that ad, and they realized that oh, they was wrong, and they apologized for Hell it. And, no. You know, now it's like it's backlash on that company, and this is not something that's going to help you get business. Right. You know what? You know, we all got different interpretations of the word ghetto, but it's just not something that you necessarily put in marketing when you have made your company, you know, like Sprint. Exactly. Now, if you like, you know, hotghettomess.com, then y'all can see that. <laughs> well, if you're marketing for Flaming Hot, you can use it. <laughs> Only if you got the nacho cheese on it. Wow. <laughs> a gas station. Kat, you, go, you got somebody this week, or are you still not participating in this segment? It's not that I don't participate. It's just that I don't even, you know, I don't have people that I want to kill themselves <laughs> just right now. But keep asking me, CB. I just might one week. That's good. We sure will. What you got, Joe? I got uh, your boy, the Teflon Don. Really? Yeah, Donald Trump with his dumb ass. <laughs> so he's in Pennsylvania doing a speech. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to play to the crowd. Yeah. And he tells the crowd, hey, we uh, we want to bring back that feeling again you know bring back Joe Paterno and how you gonna bring back Joe Paterno when Joe Paterno dead wow <laughs> what are you gonna bring him back to wow well <laughs> shit wow Donald Trump kill yourself and just kill Don't yourself right do us all a favor cuz you got anybody this week yeah yeah I got one um <clears throat> I came across um it's kind of crazy situation uh, alright so this sunbather was run over by police. You said, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Say yeah. that again. What happened? Yeah, yeah. This, this, this sunbather, it was in uh, Grand, Grand Isle, Louisiana. This 24-year-old sunbather was, you know, minding her own business. She out on the beach doing what she's doing, you know, getting a tan, whatever. And she gets run over by police. And she ends up uh, getting her, her pelvis shattered. Damn, man. And, yeah, so it, it wasn't just a, an ordinarily police officer it was the police assistant chief this guy by the name of, of norris and he was patrol uh, uh he was patrolling the beach in a marked police truck and he didn't see her she was laid out he didn't see her. i guess she was alone or whatever and uh he ran her over no no charges have been filed at the time he's just on of course paid administrative leave but uh yeah he, he ran over a chick on the beach jeez damn yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but man. Right. Right. Maybe uh, he should kill himself and get ran over. Oh, there you go. There you go, cat. There you go. All right. All right. I got a couple of them. Um, first of all, let me say this. I do a lot of research, as Veli Spell would say, research of trying to get people on the show. Now, um, I reached out to a couple people. And let me just say this. If you want to be famous or you think of yourself as famous, how in the hell do you have an AOL account? What? They still AOL? AOL account. Let me tell you something. If you got an AOL account, I already know everything I need to know about you by your (laughs) your email address. Number one, you're probably conservative. You're probably in your late 30s. 
to probably 67. You know, anybody older than that probably don't even have an email. But an AOL account, like, and it just made me think, I can probably classify people by their email addresses. Number one, if you got an AOL account, you're probably conservative, you're older, you're settled down, you're not doing much. Probably got probably a straight up person, you know what I mean, man or woman. Same thing, if you got a Gmail account, you're probably working, uh, trying to be somebody, be somewhere in life, and probably got a lot going on. And everybody who has a Hotmail account, you're nine out of ten times you're either buying sex off the internet or selling sex <laughs> off the internet. That's that describes everybody with Hotmail accounts. I, that that's that's my opinion. Uh, what what'd you say? How do you know that? You a cop? Uh, you know what? I think you know. I, I understand you, CB. I feel the same way about people who got t- uh, that, that that still use Sprint. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't prove that. <laughs> That's like everybody first phone company, then then they they, they, they fuck up everybody uh, credit with the first phone. Sometimes like, some people hang in there still. You sound you speaking from personal experience, brother. Well, back in my Uga days, yeah, I ain't pay bills and shit. I just let that shit go on my credit, and then seven years later, I felt good. <laughs> yeah, man. So look, if you're trying to be famous and want to be somewhere, you gotta do better than with an AOL account. And I'm not talking about people. I know there's a lot of people that still have AOL accounts, but if you're in if you're in the modern modern era and you're still using, it, let AOL, me ask you something. Now, if they got AOL, does that mean they got dial-up internet? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm not saying that because I know a lot of people that still has AOL accounts. I'm just talking about these wannabe famous people. And you tell me to email you. You got a- I tried to email a person four times and it didn't go through because I kept putting Gmail. <laughs> and they and I, kept, I looked back and said, oh, that person has an AOL account? So let me just say this. If you still got an AOL account and you're trying to be famous, kill yourself and start over with a Gmail account. Jeez. Get, get in. Get, we're in 2016. Get a Gmail account, and if you got a Yahoo account, nah, that's all right. Yahoo's all right. Yahoo's all right. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with Yahoo. Yahoo. Don't make right. me go to bat for Yahoo. <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck with y'all. <laughs> hey, and also, uh, what's that guy's name? Jason Whitlock for dissing the great Kobe Bryant. Brother, you kill yourself and start over. I had to listen to that crap for two hours, three hours on uh, was that Thursday, man, on the herd. Jason Whitlock, oh my God, I can't believe some of the stuff that came out your mouth. Gonna diss the great Kobe Bryant, man, getting all personal with Kobe Bryant, like magic. This guy said that Kobe Bryant was the biggest imitator of Michael Jordan. Okay, but he said, just he said, now imagine if Chris Brown came out with a glove and tried to be like Michael Jackson. Uh, that's where he got his all his dance moves. Exactly, from. and and Mike and Michael Jackson was trying to be like James Brown. Right. All right. Everybody, look. Some people have even said, "I'm a great imitation of the great Bill O'Reilly." You all right? You know what I mean? So I look, think you're the only person that said. Okay. That. Well, you can't prove that. But look, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this: Everybody, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. Right. And and if jo- Kobe was trying to be like Jordan, who wasn't trying to be like Jordan? Everybody. I mean, seriously. So Whitlock, kill yourself. I respect you, Whitlock, but kill yourself and start over. That made me so very, 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 very mad. Hey, uh, now look. Let me try this again. Now, D, oh, was D here for here? Yeah, D, you were here for this. Now, look, I've been trying to do this, trying to be a comedian, a cheap ripoff of a comedian. And I've been doing this CB's racially insensitive joke of the week. 
And it hasn't been going over well. A lot of people doesn't have not been getting it. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and try to take it up another level. CB's racially insensitive joke, also homosexual insensitive uh, joke of the week. All right. Here we go. Uh, what, do you, what do you call a homosexual in a wheelchair? What? Rolades. Get it? I'm here all week. I'm here all week. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Look, what I'm trying to do is bring bring everybody together. And what's what's the one thing that brings people together? The laughter. Everybody likes to laugh, so I just think I just. We're not laughing. We were all not laughing. Well, okay. Right. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty. So you in charge of editing this week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right, let's get it. I thought we was trying to build listenership. I mean. That's gonna it's laughter, man. Brings everybody together, man. Oh, Come on, so how about we just use some laughter to cover that up? We like we right, exactly like says says laugh over that. That'll cover a whole session right there. No, I thought right. I thought it was pretty funny. I, I don't know. Sports update. Your weekly sports update on Inside the Cave. All right, let's get into this quick sports update. Now let's talk about something we haven't talked about on this show ever. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's last game was uh, this week. And uh, he is gone now. Mamba out. Come on, man. I know y'all give me a lot of shit about talking about Kobe, man. But come on. All of y'all grew up, man. We I remember we were 16 when that man came in the league. D and the Cubs was 15. Uh, Cat was 15, 14, whatever, when he came into the league. Come on, man. What's y'all memories of Kobe, man? He got to go down. Man, I don't uh, Look, look. I can't believe you saying this right now. So I'm just going to put it out there real quick. We all grew up during the Bulls era. I, you know, not not the Kobe era. We grew up during the Bulls era. So, Kobe was a great player. I'm going to give him respect and everything. But at the end of the day, man, it's, he had a great career. But I'm not going. I can't put him up there with uh, with Mike. And it, I don't agree with old boy said about him how he replicated Mike. Kobe had his own game that favored Mike. But you know, and like you said before, everybody you know is going to you know have somebody look up to him and try to model themselves after. But Kobe was his own man. So respect to him. But uh. We grew up doing the Bulls there, so I'm still claiming them. Well, you know what, you know what, D. Let me just say this: uh, if you don't respect Kobe for anything else, I know you gotta respect him for the uh, the type of woman he chose to marry. <laughs> now, wouldn't now she fine as hell, and that's all due respect to Kobe, right? Come on, you got it. You know they've been married for 15 years. Yeah, his whole pretty much his whole career. So, so you want me to respect him for the type of woman he uh, he married, but don't, don't, what about the woman he tried to stick it in her ass? Don't, don't got caught. Oh come on, D. Why you gotta go that route? Oh, what? We're what? trying to we're oh, trying to show short memories now. We're trying to show praise to that man. You sound like Whitlock. I mean, come on, every all these guys made mistakes. You did you see? Have you seen some of Michael Jordan's side pieces? Come hey, on. Guess what? Guess what? I don't give a fuck about Mike, just like he don't give a fuck about me. Right. You seen Magic Johnson's side pieces? All these guys. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we. I, I respect Magic for something totally different from what he does for the community, not his side pieces. And that, like, man, quit. Well, I say this. Mike, I mean, what? Bunch of side pieces or not? Quit hating, man. Right. Whatever. Look, man. I respect Kobe. You know, I like. I like. I like. Like. I like. Like his game, even though he did have his game after Michael. You know, who, I mean, who don't? What get kid coming up watching Mike didn't, you know, try to replicate his moves. And he, Kobe got it down to a T. So what? The man got five rings. You know, uh, when he came in the league, I was a big fan. He kind of threw me off like, later on through his career. 
But uh, as, I, as I got older, I, you know, I respect this game a lot. And I respect him uh, too, you know, that prowess he had. Just like Mike, he wanted to go out there and kill. Right. You know, you, know, you got you to gotta respect that. You know, I heard him say one time at a press conference, the uh, reporter asked him, you know, what happens when you get tired? You know, what happens when you hit that wall? He's like, shit, if I hit the wall, I'm going to bust right through it. I was like, yeah, that's mad respect. You know, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the type of mentality you got to have when you're playing. Yeah. That's what's up right there. That's how I feel the same way about Cole, man. I mean, it was just for me, the NBA. I don't know if you guys remember this, but 1999, that NBA season when Jordan left, how terrible the league was. Yeah, it was. And, and all I remember, Phil Jackson going over to L.A., putting Shaq and Kobe together. And, brother, I've been hooked with Kobe ever since. And I, I just love the way he played because to me it was the league was born after Jordan left. Then I it see was, Phil man. go over there with with Kobe and and, and Shaq. Hey, I've been hooked, man. So I'm a big Kobe fan, man. That's one of the main reasons. How y'all feel, Cuz Cat? Y'all can say something. Man, I got mad respect for Kobe, man. Uh, big ups to him retiring and going out on top. What what, what did he drop on his last game? Some, 60. Like sixty points. Yeah, sixty. Yeah. So I mean, he he been doing it game after game and. In the game for so long, man. Just and I ain't got nothing but good stuff to say about him. I mean, going, you know, and, and modeling his whole uh, uh, career, his whole style over Jordan. Like, like you said, who, who better than uh, Jordan to, to uh, try to uh, become? So, I, big ups to Kobe, man. Congrats on shit. A, a long, successful career with, with one team. I mean, who, who does that e- anymore? So that's that's all I got, man. Yeah, that's real talk, man. That is can real. I, can I uh, read a quote? A sure. Kobe Bryant quote. Sure. He says, "I'll do whatever it takes to win a game, whether it's sitting on a bench, waving a towel, handing a cup of water to a teammate, or hitting the game-winning shot." And I shared this quote because I think sometimes, uh, and my aunt says a lot, uh, everybody wants to win, nobody wants to be the prize. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one thing that Kobe was aware of and what made him a successful basketball player at such a young age, because he was very, very young when he began his career, is that he understood the importance of doing uh, everything he could, even if that didn't involve him having the spotlight all the time. I got to uh, disagree with that one. <laughs> uh, well, go ahead. What you, what you, how you disagree? Because Kobe wanted the spotlight. He was that dude that, like, give me the ball. At the end of the game, the ball need to be in my hand. Yeah. If they told if, if Phil would have pulled him out the game or like a few seconds left. Well, I think that shows a testament to, you know, the sacrifice you want to make. Exactly. I mean, I agree with that. You know, I, I agree with him wanting to do that because that's the mentality you got to have in order to be a star, in order to get to his level. But I also got to disagree with you guys because you got to remember when, when Phil came in, that ball had to go to Shaq first. And I think it took a lot of... I mean, look, Shaq was the man and everything, but for Kobe, his mind state was he was trying to be like Mike. So for him to be able to humble himself and always go to Shaq first. Now, some people might say that, you know, ah, oh, well, it's Shaq. He's supposed to. But I think that's what made Kobe different and, and the greatest. He That's what made him different from uh, Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter and Jason Kidd and all them. They couldn't, they couldn't play with... Uh, they, they couldn't they couldn't play with Shaq because they were getting they will fall in place with Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that's what made Kobe different because he stood up to Shaq, and you need that, man. You need somebody that that will take the last shot and will wave somebody off. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like having a, a great quarterback. You got that wide receiver, somehow throw me the ball, throw me the ball. But you see that tight end opening, you like, nah, I'm gonna get it to him. I know what I'm gonna do, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off and run, or whatever. That's why I just think about Kobe. His whole mind state was was totally different, and to be able to play with Shaq and be uh, successful as he was. Let's get into this though. Uh, Golden State Warriors. They just they 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 topped the 70 and two, 72 and ten Bulls record this week with seventy three and nine. Uh, do you guys really think that the Golden State Warriors are better than than uh, the Bulls? Hell no. Hell no. Right. Just because they topped it doesn't mean that their opponents were equally as formidable as the Bulls' opponents. I think back in the day, basketball was harder. I think it was rougher. I think it was more intense. And I think now it's a little watered down. So, I guess in comparison. I'll say this. The Bulls could beat them if they if the Golden State played in the Bulls era or if the Bulls played in Golden State era. Because the main thing right there is nobody can check Mike. You wouldn't be able to touch him, and if you could touch him, he still was gonna dominate. You gotta remember, son, though, that Mike wasn't the same Mike. That '96 Mike was not the same. He was that '96 Mike still will kill you. No, Draymond. Hey, I got a question real quick. Go Name ahead. me one player on the Golden State Warriors that can compare to Dickie Simpkins. The <laughs> Dickie Simpkins. That's not. I can't think of one. Exactly, and we ain't have a full full roster of just straight ballers now. They come up off their bench and people still loading out, you know, eight threes a game. That's you know, what they, I'm saying, they, they man. deep over there at Golden State. Right. We they, had got a bunch. A, they got a good team, but I'm trying to tell you, like like Kat just said, like everybody else is saying right now. Man, them opponents back in the day, they was something it was it was something spirit. I don't see nobody getting up on Sunday morning for NBA on NBC. Nobody watching that shit like well, they was well, back then because it was something serious back then. Okay, well, everybody yeah. asks, everybody always tries to make a comparison about the Bulls and the Golden State Warriors. Let me ask you this question before we wrap this segment up. Could the Golden State Warriors even make it out the West in the 96 playoffs to meet the Bulls? Because we know the Bulls will make it out the East in this year's playoffs. Could the go- that Golden State Warriors, who was it? You got to remember, yeah, Seattle Supersonic, uh, the Utah Jazz, uh, the up and coming. Lakers, you had um, you had a whole who else you had on there? Uh, uh, San Antonio was still around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you this: could, the, they, could the, that Golden State Warriors even make it out the West? This is the reason why I don't think Golden State would survive playing old school ball. One is you can get up on Steph, mm-hmm. and um, he wouldn't be able to hit them threes like that. Two is if they miss that shot. They not getting the rebound back then, right? And that's their thing is getting the rebound and pushing the ball. Yeah, they not they they wouldn't dominate on the boards and therefore they wouldn't be able to get all them shots up. All right. Who what team? Who what team? How would they be able to get past Dennis Rodman getting their people head? Think about that factor. Think yeah. about a factor like that back in the day. Dennis had Draymond Green curled up in the corner. That's true. I agree with you on that. Well, who y'all got? Who y'all got making it out of this year's playoffs? Is, is, is a Golden State a, a, a sweep to get out? And they gonna see LeBron? Is that what everybody's saying? Is that what how y'all feel? You know, I'm a San Antonio fan, so I think San Antonio can get them in seven. Wow. Well, you got D. I'm 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 going with San Antonio, and I and you know what? I'm I'm going to surprise all of y'all. I don't think Cleveland coming out the East. Who you think? I think it's gonna be a shot. Miami. Uh, I'm not. I'm not quite on Miami's bandwagon right now, but uh, I think somebody let, let them run into a, a good Boston squad. Mm. They're gonna go seven on them, and that's gonna wear them down. 
and whether they come out with in the, in the, in the, in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, that's might be might be where, where where it gets a little bit difficult. It could be Miami, it could be ATL, or somebody that get them. But yeah. somebody gonna get them. Okay, so Cleveland ain't making it. Cause you, how you how you feel? Man, I I think I think uh, it, it's gonna boil down. I think to uh, San Antonio as well. I mean, I think they wow. got the best overall team um, as far as just uh, talent across the board. Um, Golden State, I mean, they gonna they they gonna run, but I, I think um, they 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 had a phenomenal season. I mean, shit, seventy three wins. I mean, the shit shit is ridiculous. But I, I I don't see them going all the way this year. I, I just don't. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right, Kat, you want to uh, have the last little saying on this? I wish I could have more information. <laughs> who, your, who your son like, Kat? Uh, I don't know. I, oh. don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Dog, dog, I see you there, man. What you think will happen in the playoffs this year? I mean, man, you know, um, I think Golden State going to make a run at it, but I don't think it's going to be quite as easy as everybody thinks. Okay. You know, um, honestly, you know, I'm rolling with King James, so. Yeah, you've been I'm rolling with him for a playoff. long time. Wow. <laughs> Cuz, is that who you rolling with, too? You rolling with King James? Man, I got to, man. I mean, you know, it's his hometown. You know, I, I got wow. I got a full form. So, you know, I'm, I'm from Chicago, but living here in Ohio now. So, I got I to gotta, I gotta root for the Cavs, man. I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, that was our sports update. Let's get into this International D's Uga of the Week. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uga is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive, not knowing how to act individual. And it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude. If you will, a snob. However, some ghetto chick from the west side, south side of Chicago. <laughs> and how many of these ghetto chicks have you slept with? <laughs> my memory doesn't jog back that far. Once again, you said women aren't what? Ain't shit. What's my favorite word? <laughs> and these are the opinions strictly of What you got, D? Alright, uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna stick to staying away from, you know, talking about people too bad and everything and make it more political, I guess. You know, I, I, I've been reading all week. You know, every day there have been updates on the shooting down in New Orleans, uh, a football player that got shot, you know, and uh, right. the more I, more I read, I hate to dig into the media, but I, I really want to do say this guy who, who shot him because yeah. why? Why do we have to have this, this type of road rage? Yeah. You know, why does this even have to exist? Why do we have to have guns? Mm. You know, I wasn't there when this happened, but there's no threat that's gonna make me feel like I need to I need to shoot you eight times, you know, seven times in your back, or whatever. I'm not gonna. And he wasn't no small dude. Yeah. Now, now he he's a former football player himself, you know. So you got and not just shoot him. You shot the man's wife in the leg twice. What threat was she? Now, 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 now. You just said something interesting. You said, "Why do we have to have guns?" Now, cousin Lamar. Uh, Answer that question. I got my own reply to that, but let me answer, answer that question. Hey, man, I'm I'm a big fan of guns. I, I've been a big fan of guns. Now, at, at the same token, um, being able to defend yourself, uh, I think it's, it's just the right that we all have. But I think that it should be more laws and more rules in place for people that that cannot handle themselves even without a gun that have tempers or psychological disorder or whatever 
they got going on. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm a gun advocate. I, I, I own multiple guns myself. I've never had to use my gun in self-defense because I know that uh, with the laws and rules that are out there, you know, the chances of me walking away from defending my family for some shit that happens, I'm more liable to get locked up than, you know, yeah. uh, than, than, than your average uh, person. Right. But I'm, I'm a big advocate of guns and it's just some people just don't know how to act. It's just the, the bottom line. Some people just should not have guns, should not have knives, should not have any weapons at all. Now, and I cuz, if, if, so, if, so, if Will Smith would have had a gun, though, wouldn't yeah. he? Oh, but you know what? They said his gun was in the trunk, though. That's what they said. Yeah. So, right. Let me say this, though. Okay, um, cuz, I mean, you big in the guns and everything, and you know all the laws, and you follow the rules, or whatever. Right. Do you, do you think that these rules and laws are actually being enforced, you know, all the necessary precautions are being taken? Or they just letting people just slide through that really shouldn't have them? I think I think um, it's, it's 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 a loophole. Like if you go to like a, a gun show versus going to an actual a gun dealer, you don't have to do a background check. You don't even have to have an ID. They they don't run any type of checks if you go to a gun show. Versus if you go to uh, you know uh, a point blank target range and you try to buy a gun, they're gonna run your FBI background. They're gonna run the, the local criminal background. So it's a lot of loops that are in the system that that lets people that shouldn't have guns get guns, and it's it's no fix in sight to 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 even address that problem right now. Yeah, yeah. So so and you, and you know the thing that gets me the most about all this every time some idiot gets a gun. And goes out and kills someone. The first thing they want to do is drive mental illness. That's exactly. the point. That's if you don't have to mentally ill, right? Why you got a gun? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the great point right there. I, I can't. First yeah. of all, let me just say this. I can't believe on a segment like Uga of the Week we're having a serious discussion because. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about it. It's an Uga. Remember, these are ignorant ass people. So I th- it's not just that one individual, Carla Page, guy who shot him. It's everybody, you know, with this road rage. I feel like they got to pull out a gun every time they get they feel threatened about something. Now, you, y'all gave y'all a point on that. I'm gonna give you my point. Me, you know, I'm I serve my country. Yeah. So therefore, with that being said, you know, there comes a time when I have to, you know, I, I have to be qualified to fire a weapon. That doesn't mean I like it. And you know, respect to you, E, for you know your love for weapons. But for me, you know, I, I have a kid. Like my son, my son is 16 years old. He's ready to start driving right now. Where I live right now, where, where I've raised him, you know, overseas, I've never had to worry about him. When I give him the keys to a car, I don't have to worry about him and the, the, the threat of a gun, you know, killing him from somebody on the street most of the time or from a, from the police because that just doesn't exist over here. Weapons just don't exist. And what I've learned in these, in these countries that have these strict gun laws, you don't have the same stories of people getting killed by police. You don't have the same stories about black-on-black crime or whatever it may You don't have that. Now, D, because now, D, these let me guns say, have been eliminated. Let me D, say this, D. Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Man, get the hell out of here with that damn comment. We're going to end that right there. I'm telling okay? you what it is, bro. Have, don't, don't fake-ass laws. Really? I'm just that, you what it don't saying. exist because they're still coming into the country and I can walk on the street in Chicago and ask for a gun. I'll, you know, I'm not going to put myself out there, but I had an instance a long, long, long time ago back in my Uga days when somebody mess with my kid, right. my, my, my baby kid, somebody, you know, in relation to him, and I was in the, in the uh, position to have to have a weapon. 
that was not, I think back on that, and that was not a very smart thing to do, but you don't mess with somebody's kids. So I get that people want to protect theirs. It's, it's, it's like an animal instinct. You want to protect yours, but it's not always the answer. It's not the answer. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I'm just letting you know, though, based in, 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 as far as America goes, Chicago does have the strictest gun laws. Now I say this. Guns don't kill people. Stupid motherfuckers with guns kill people. That's, that's what it is. That's true. That is true. Cause I know I know a guy, man, I can't say his name. And he has a I'm talking about you go down to his basement. His ba- he got big dog know him. He got his whole basement is full of everything. He got he got uh grenades down there. Seriously. Ain't what never do you need all that for? I'm just saying but he he just collects them though. Ain't never hurt nobody. That's my point. Ain't never hurt nobody, but then you can get, but you can have one person with one gun go kill off ten people. Go ahead, say that again, dog. That many rounds—that's not protecting yourself, bro. No, but you like, what the fuck are you doing when you gotta have that kind of gun? No, but what I'm trying to say is he ain't never hurt nobody. He got a basement full of guns and and, and weapons. Ain't never hurt nobody. But then I know, but then all of a sudden one person could take one gun and go kill off six people. That's what I'm trying to say. Just like everything else in life, there's always going to be some good people that's going to suffer with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they're just part of it. Right. That comment you said, he ain't never hurt nobody. How many of these damn fools walking into theaters killing people and everything? And then next thing you know, their mama and daddy, he ain't never hurt nobody. I didn't see this comment. Same damn comment. All it takes is one. I know, but what I'm, you're missing the point. I'm saying this man has a basement full of weapons. Ain't you never hurt. That, that goes back to what Gus was talking about. You got gun collectors that go and, and, and they follow the laws. You know, they get the guns registered. You know, they get they do they follow all the steps. Yeah. But you can't stop criminals. Right. From getting access to what they want to get access to. Right. And with that being said, you know the, the laws are just not. I mean, it's going to be some. So people that collect guns, they're just not going to be able to get what they want to get because of the idiots out there. Right, right. But I tell you like this, though. The government, people want, like, okay, let's just say, like, get political. If you have Hillary Clinton comes in there and they make these real strict gun law, how would you feel about the government coming to people's house and saying, give me all your guns? You have to say that's what I'm just saying though, like don't don't say it can't happen. It's not gonna. I'm happen. not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying I seriously doubt whatever laws you start to put in place, if you want to get elected, they're, they're actually gonna put. I mean, they're gonna put forth that many uh, man hours and sending people out to go and collect guns. Democrats are hard on gun owners, man. Man, they hard now in each state, but you can't control that they can't even control the shit that's coming in the country right they can say all that stuff but it's one thing to say it and one thing to do it right yeah you got but, a point there but it's it's like this you know it's not gonna be a, a, the laws it's gonna take time and it's a culture and we just got to be able to change that culture in america of you know guns is you know that i we still living off of a, a 200 you know year old document or whatever and feeling like you know that is the law of the land and i'm sorry the world i mean the united states is adapting and we, we not the laws aren't adapting all right well once that happens once once we adapt to the, you know to the change you know we we, we, we adapt to you know gays and lesbians and all and, and you know what big ups to obama for that but 
it's going to take time for all things to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen in our lifetime, but I'm really hoping and praying it happens in our kids' lifetime. Okay, let me, so let me, let me, so we can see some change. Let me be clear. What do you and, want? And you know something? It, it, it would be real wise if that did happen because if you think about it, kids now are a lot weaker. They're wiser, but they're a lot weaker. Yeah. You know, we came up in an era where you had a misunderstanding, you know what I'm saying? You get those things. Yeah. Kids don't do that, though. You know what I'm saying? That, that just don't happen no more. Right. I mean, you, you get all the little world star shit that they put out there and, you know, that type of bullshit, but people don't really fight or argue or, or, or you know, just go through that little motion to kind of resolve whatever it is they want to resolve. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to, you know, when you got laws in place that really gives you the right to take somebody's life using a weapon. Yeah. Because a lot of that shit can really be a I'm saying we don't need a gun ban. We need a dumb motherfucker ban. That's yeah. what we need. Right. Go to every house and find every dumb motherfucker in that house and send them overseas somewhere. <laughs> don't send their asses over there. Send them over there to D. Send them over there to D country. Where you at? In Germany? Did you not hear this is Uga of the Week and we don't do that over here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, AD, that was pretty good, brother. I kind of like that, man. So, uh, yeah, that was International D's Uga of the Week. All right, we'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. We got uh, Cat's Corner coming up and the Dirt Sheets and Country Rap Tune. Back more with Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic Dirt Sheet coming up. Matter of fact, don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show, and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. All right, welcome back inside the cave. Let's get into this cat's corner. It's time for Kitten's Corner on Inside the Cave. All right, let me, let me show you guys. Let me tell you guys how we do this over here, all right? All you got to do if you got any relationship questions, sex questions, or anything uh, concerning a man and a woman, or a woman and a woman, or a man and a man, whatever floats your boat, Cat has the answer. And uh, what Cat doesn't know, uh, Big Dog will try to uh, pick up, and me and Joe and Cuz will try to help out a little bit. But Big Dog had a final answer this week because uh, Veli Vel isn't here. So let's get into this. Uh, oh, you can also you can email us your questions inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can send us some messages on Instagram, uh, inside the cave or cave crush, and same thing with Twitter at cave crush, or you can go on our Facebook page. Uh, inside the cave podcast and you can send messages to cat for cat's corner we'll answer them every week we can't get to all of them i heard we got a lot of them this week so we'll try to get to as much as we can all right let's get into it because what we got this week all right so uh first up uh i'm not going to repeat the first name it's a little x-rated but um, (laughs) i'll just uh, abbreviate it as d nasty 1111 yeah um he came uh, from off of twitter he says I have been cheating on my fiance for two years with this B up the street. And now I found out that both these is cheating on me. Mm. What should I do? And are you single? (laughs) 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 Oh, he's saying that he was dating somebody.
somebody he cheated on her and then found out that they both were cheating on him. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Um. Well, I I could only uh, maybe advise that you know I'm a firm believer that whatever you put in the universe, you will receive it. So. Uh, not to say that people who don't cheat on people don't get cheated on, but I think that, you know, uh, mentally, if you stretch yourself between two women and then, you know, try to kind of feel some way because uh, one or two of them are cheating, I think that, you know, it's like you have to self-reflect and look at yourself. You weren't faithful. So you can't really expect other people to be faithful to you. And it's very difficult to turn around and say, man, you were unfaithful to me and that hurt my feelings when you have been unfaithful. So um, with that being said, uh, I definitely think that uh, people who are faithful are, it is attractive to want one person if you choose to be in a relationship. So you should definitely be honest and let both of these ladies know if you want them both, hey, I don't want to just specifically commit to you both. I want to have you both. Uh, and you know, allow them that luxury as well to make that choice. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you get what you you get what you get. So uh, I, I kind of feel bad for that guy, man. I mean, it sounds like he's a pretty good guy and uh that he you know, he that he acts sincerely had love for both of them. I I don't I feel bad for him. That that shouldn't have happened to him. Why why both of them got to cheat on him? You know that ain't right. Man, whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what, how Man, you know what he need to do? Yeah. He need to go he find to both of their best friends. Huh? He need to kill himself and start. Because <laughs> <laughs> number one, he's slipping and he's slipping. He's slipping. Slipping and he's dipping. <laughs> <laughs> what you about to say, Joe? He need to go find both of their best so, friends and sleep with. Basically, he got a lady that he ain't taking care of. And he's tripping out with another chick, and they both tripping out on him. Yeah, and they shouldn't be doing yeah, that to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't kill himself, though. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but dog, he dog. It sounds like he's a pretty good guy, and he really had love for both of those girls. They didn't have to cheat on him. Yeah. Man. Why are you doing like that? I mean, come on now, y'all. You can't as 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 much CB and and I I do appreciate that you're adamant on your double standard about what you do, <laughs> a woman should do. Uh, however, how does he know they both weren't cheating on him because he was cheating on them? Like, how does he know he wasn't a catalyst for the abuse he's receiving? Uh, it doesn't say all that in the email, so I can't make jump to that conclusion. <laughs> it's, it, it, he just sounds like a real good guy, and I just feel... I mean, just think about the mind state of this guy for him to email or tweet us that, I mean, unless you know he's pretty uh, broken up about that, you know what I mean? So, I, re I really feel bad for that guy. D-Nasty... Uh, CB feels your brother. What I else? feel you too. I don't think anybody should be cheated on, and I think he should not. He should lead the way you know. You start off the way you want it to go. If you don't want anybody to cheat on you, you definitely should be aware of how you behave. But cat, here's the thing: he only cheated on one girl. The two girls cheated on him. Um, negative. <laughs> uh, if I'm if I'm with somebody on a you know extracurricular. Thing. I think it's both mutual on that end, so I'm sure, you know. D nasty, take some advice from the dirt man. <laughs> Go sleep with their mama. Okay, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help you out. Both of their mamas. Both of them. All right, that's it. All right, what else you got, Cuz? Oh, uh, all right. We got uh, we got Reese from Kansas City. 
Okay. Uh, now, Reese got a lot going on. All right. So he says, I'm pretty sure I got an STD. It's hard for me to piss and it burns. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't know who I got it from. Mm. I know it's either my baby mama or my girlfriend, but I did get some hair from my coworker, but you can't get them for getting hair, right? Uh, what do I do? Because I'm not telling on myself and I don't want to lose my girlfriend. Now, 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 this is an interesting dilemma. Uh, what you say the guy's name is, cuz? His name, Reese. Okay, now that's an interesting dilemma Reese is in. And and I kind of feel bad for him. Now, Kat, I want you to really help Reese because he, <laughs> he doesn't want, he, you don't want Reese to lose his woman over this, man. And and can he get head from, can he, can he get an STD from getting head? I don't know anything about it. Now, I am, I am not an expert. Okay. However, I believe you can definitely receive a transmitted disease uh, from getting head or giving head uh, because it is an exchange of fluids. Wow. Um, exactly. I think that this is not a joke. And I think that, you know, while it is coming in a funny context, it's a disease. Yeah. So you want to try to be as responsible as you can. It comes to your health. Um, if you do have an STD, if you believe that you do, the very first thing after you write in to us for advice is to go to the doctor. Go to a clinic. Many clinics allow you to even anonymously take a test so you don't have to feel like you're, you're giving too much of your information. Many places offer it for free. Go and get tested because maybe it's not an STD while you're stressing. Maybe it's prostate cancer. Maybe it's you not drinking enough water. Okay. So get on top of your health and go find out what it is. Now, fortunately for us, in this day and age, STDs, most of them can be curable. Uh, many of them that are not curable are controllable. So definitely go. The first step is to find out if you, in fact, have an STD. The very next most important part is, and I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to tell them. Oh, because no, don't you do risk catching the disease again. Let's say you do have something and you've slept with these with your girlfriend and now she in fact has it in order for you to be sure you do not receive it again she must get checked some clinics don't even ask any questions if you go in and say yeah i think my boyfriend might have given me something then they may just give you some penicillin or anecdote for it so you don't have to feel ashamed about that and you should definitely, if this is your girl, explain to her. The only reason why niggas don't want to explain is because they want to continue the behavior after the situation is over. That'd so you true. still want to be able to have available pussy in the city when you want it. Yeah. And you're going to have to sacrifice that if you want to keep your girlfriend. Um, what do you guys think? That's a lot of information. Uh, Joe, you got something to say well, on that? I'll make it real simple. After he go to the doctor to get that burn fixed, kill himself and start over. <laughs> is that, is that going to be your answer for everything, though? Hey, man, we got two dog. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, put it like this. Either way it goes, he's going to lose out. But he shouldn't have to lose all. He ain't got to lose out. I, I, got a, I got one for him. But wait, wait, hold on, dog. Hey, I'll tell, tell you what. One of them females know she gave him something. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's extremely dangerous. I think that, you know, 
somebody's got to be mature. What bothers me about this is, again, most diseases are pretty easy to to to, to take care of. Most, yeah. You know, it's just a shot or a pill or whatever they give you as the antidote uh, for the, the disease. So I it worries me that you're very comfortable sleeping with multiple women, but uncomfortable with going to get tested. The only way he gonna get out of that without telling on himself, he might go to the doctor, get that cleared up, and break up the both of them. And then later on, figure out which one he wants and try to get back in. Oh, what's his name again? Let me let me give you some advice. What's his name? His name is Reese. Reese, check this out, yeah. buddy. Go to the doctor, man. Get yourself cleared up. See if you can get you some extra penicillin pills or whatever. And then go home. All right, Bill Reese. Cosby, you got to right. Bill first. Cosby, exactly. <laughs> but you got to lead other. You got to lead the other girl alone, man. Which girl? Hey, man. Whatever sad piece he got. I tell you what's gonna really be fucked up. He gonna think it's the outside chick, and his in-house might be the one chick. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say once he get his shit cleared up, just break up with both of them. <laughs> right, no, nah, but see, what well, after you give her the pen, slide of the penicillin pills, then that's when you got to pop up with that question. You just bossing the house one day. Hey, you burnt me. Um, and I hate to again be we shouldn't the be laughing of about this, reason, but why aren't you having protected sex if you are getting head, if you are cheating, like? That's a little yeah. disrespectful to your girl. Yeah, well, uh, it's easy for you to say. Have you ever had a condom on, cat? cat? It, it, it doesn't feel the same. I mean, I would rather you wear 19 condoms with duct tape around them before you give me things. So I could give two shit. Uh, well, you know what? Being, being the executive producer on the show, I'm always on the side of the listener. Hey, what's that kid's name? Reese? Reese. All right, I'm on your yes, side, buddy. I, I feel you. Strap up, Reese. Please strap up. Please. If it don't, if it don't feel good, Reese, then don't, then don't strap up. You got, you got. Yeah, if it don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Cuz? All right, so uh, we got T from Chicago. Um, T is a little, she, she, she's a little upset. She says that uh, N words ain't ish. I left a good guy to be with this sorry dude, Terry. Terry don't want to work, and Terry don't want to do ish around the house. And since we've been together, Terry don't F good either. Mm. I'm so sick of Terry ass, but my good dude that I left has moved on. What should I do? Nah, What's I her name again? Her name is T. T, you go kill yourself <laughs> and start over. <laughs> you can, you can tell, that's what you get. Hey, you can tell she's young by the same fact that she's she said ish and D and stuff like that. You can tell she's young by that, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what now? How you how you gonna help Terry Cat? No, what's her name? I mean, T. How you gonna help T Cat? Okay, T, T girl friends, we all are guilty of this mistake. So, number one, I appreciate your honesty about the fact that you left a good guy, and I'm very sure that he wasn't a good guy until you got with a bad guy. So it is important that, you know, you recognize that that was a wrong choice. And a lot of times us as women, especially black women, we will see that we made a mistake and then do it exactly the same way again. So I have a feeling you're going to break up with Terry and get with, you know, another nothing nigga, because that seems to be what we choose. So I'm going to speak woman to woman to you. Sometimes we do choose the nothing nigga because we know what to expect from him. Mm. Uh, when we have a good guy, that means that our price has risen. Mm. 
And so we have to behave a certain way as women uh, with a good guy. So you made the choice to kind of be with someone who was not a good guy. Number one, you have to be honest and tell them I can't be with you because you're not a good guy. He's not going to die. You're not going to die. If you tell him that, tell him I'm not happy. Uh, but on the other hand, not all quote unquote bad guys are bad guys. So it seems to me like because you made a bad choice, you picked a bad person. Make a better choice and you'll pick a better person next time. But to insult him about how he can't fuck and all that, baby, you just admitted you left him. I mean, you left a good guy for him. So don't insult him because you made a bad choice and he may be a good guy to someone else, not just you, and that's okay too. Well, so learn your lesson and move on. Well, let me say this. Uh, <clears throat> before we go to dog, I want to say this. It sound, what's the common denominator between you, that good guy, and Terry? Uh, the common denominator is you. The problem could be you. Why don't you get yourself straight first and then uh, before you go talking At about... Least, I don't want to say problem because problem indicates that, you know, we know the whole story. You may not know the whole story, but I want her to know that make the correction, fix it now. Cause what I don't want is for you to write me in two months or a year. And you're saying like, yeah, I had a baby with this nothing. Oh, you know that's coming. Yeah, she probably pregnant already. The best right. choice is possible. And that is to stop lying to him. If you don't want him, then tell him that. And sorry, you missed out on that good guy, but there may be others and you need to be prepared when there are. Mm -hmm. All right, what you got, dog? Well, I got to agree, CB. It sounds like she's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, you're going to go very far in this business agreeing with me, brother. And, and and the only reason I say that because if she had a good guy that she didn't want, mm -hmm. now she got with a guy that she claims is not a good guy, Right. then evidently she's a problem. Exactly. She is the problem. If you got something good and you don't want it, then you know. So, so dog. You live, you live with the choice you make. So, dog, you told all the uh, guys that. Why don't you tell her? Kill herself and start over. <laughs> oh yeah, she is the third contestant uh, today on Kill Yourself and Start Over. <laughs> <laughs> T, if that's how you want to live. Send me an info. I'll come sit on your couch and eat your uh, cereal that you get from Link and all your food and do nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Joe Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, cuz? All right. So we got uh, we got two more. Okay. Um, this one, I don't know if we should be reading this one. We may be uh, <laughs> brought up as this. an accessory to some shit. I don't know. But uh, we got <laughs> Sheena from Chicago. She asks... Is it true you can kill somebody by putting Visine in their drink? Whoa. Uh, no, nah, you can give them diarrhea. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's a very interesting. I just happened to have watched the Forensic Files recently, and this was uh, about that. Forensic um, Files? I, <laughs> yeah, I love Forensic Files. I think if you, you sure watch, you ain't like, tried that on the body cat? But no, sweetheart, um, you can make them very sick. Uh, and what happens is from what I could gather from the show is that basically it starts to begin to start shutting down organs. Uh, however, I don't recommend it and, and I really want people who want to commit crimes to really rethink things because if your job is to commit the crime, there is always somebody whose job it is to figure out who committed the crime. So uh, you should definitely uh, 
rethink putting visine or any other uh, substances in anyone. Mm, I got I got a good solution for you. Well, What's now, her name? Careful, Joe. No, let me, hold on a second. What's her name? Yeah, her name is Sheena. Sheena, this is what you do. You careful. go make yourself a drink. Make yourself a good drink. Pour the visine in that drink, <laughs> and then drink it. Therefore, you can find out what it will do to somebody else before you try it. We're in the comedy section. We're in the comedy section. She want to know? We're in the comedy section. Uh, Big Dog, you want to touch this one? Damn. Uh, I'm not engaging in any. I think I'll on this one. you could possibly kill yourself and might be able to start over. <laughs> that you please and, and, and write us again if there is tell me maybe more about the issue and I can help you so you don't feel like you have to put visine in someone's drink sound like she gonna be writing us from the penitentiary right <laughs> we do have a uh, lawyer on the show <laughs> come on the maybe show the Tiffany Simmons show yeah <laughs> right. yeah yeah what, what was her name again Sheena 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 wow all right well you guess you got one more uh cuz yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one more. Okay. All right. So uh, this one, uh, is a guy, his last name is Jackson. He, I think he's old school. He won't give his first name. He says last name Jackson. Um, he says he's originally from Chicago. He lives in Texas now. And he's saying that he's 59 years old. And, a, and he's a successful businessman who's in love with a 23-year-old waitress. He says she smells so good. I heard her listening to y'all's show. So I emailed you so this message can get to her. He says her dad works at the factory not far from my bar, and he asked me to get her the job here four months ago. I had no idea his daughter was this fine. I think she is interested in me as well. I don't know if she wants to be in a relationship, but I'm pretty sure I can make love to her. My youngest daughter, though, is 38. What should I do? Quit being a mark and go talk to her. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's 59 years old. With a 38-year-old daughter. With a 38-year-old daughter, and he's in love with a, how old is that girl? 23. 23. Wow. Nothing wrong with that, homie. <laughs> all right, Kat, you got your hands full on this one. Um, I, first of all, I think at almost 60 years old, you should be a little bit more comfortable with speaking to people, although I do understand your angst, because apparently uh, you were introduced to her on a professional kind of level. Um, my advice to you is never eat where you shit. So if you're going, if, if, if what you were introduced to her to do was business, then by all means, keep it business. Uh, unless, you know, she definitely shows interest in, in who you are as an individual. But if you're working with her, if her father has recommended that you work with her or get her a job or whatever it is, uh, it, you all didn't meet at a bar with mutual interest. So to protect, I guess, your feelings and yourself, um, you should just keep it professional i'm sure you could make love to her and 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 i'm i'm very sure it'll probably be the best you ever had at 60 years old with a 23 year old i'm sure it will be great um but if she mutually if it's not mutual if she hasn't come to you and said you know what i'm really feeling you i'm really thinking you know we can do something and and keep in mind she's 23 so at 23 i didn't know a lot uh but i know what i wanted for now so I don't know at 60, are you looking for something casual? Cause that's about all it would be. 
Uh, but to go back, I just think if you didn't meet her on a personal level, don't make it a personal level. Uh, not all pussy is for all men. So just because <laughs> she's available to give it to you doesn't mean you have to take it. Mm. So uh, what's his last name? Jackson? Last, last. Ja- Jackson, man, you need to go holler at her, right? Make sure y'all on the same page because if she wants to get with you, then that's cool. And I agree with Kat. You know, you can't really mix business like that. So what you do is get her fired. <laughs> so that way you can hit it. And if it's good, you know, y'all be together. She can find another job. And if it's bad, at least she ain't got to see it no more. Now, at 59, do you think he's really going to be hitting it or he's just going to be eating pudding? He'll probably be eating pudding. Yeah, that's what I think. It's okay. Please. I'm going to surprise <laughs> you all. The older a guy gets, the better it gets sometimes. A guy? Yeah. Because I feel like younger guys, they're more into proving it to you. Older guys are more into the pleasure of it. So, oh. I think that, you know, I, sometimes, not in all cases, but in some in some cases, I think older men just have a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more suave with it versus younger guys who just be trying to, you know, tear the pussy up. Like I don't want my pussy tore up. I like my pussy. Don't tear it. But, 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 but how much how much Viagra you think this guy is gonna need to uh, to get with this twenty three year old? It depends on his health. He might be a very healthy guy, and if he is, one pill will do you. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> what you think, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. All right, Jackson. Well, uh, please. Good email- look, yes. Yeah, email us and let us know what happened, dude. Yeah, that twenty-three-year-old thing, man. Twenty-three-year-old girl, take find out what it is about you that he finds attractive. If it's just a, a physical thing, then then you know what to look. You know how how to deal with men later. I think you know, especially young girls, we're not aware of what a guy is really. You know, a guy can tell us a lot about how we can conduct ourselves. So uh, big ups to her that even an older guy, you know, caught her attention like that and is interested and find out what it but is. But his about daughter her. is thirty eight. How you think his people gonna feel about that? I mean, if they love him, they'll be totally cool with it. I wouldn't care if my mom brought home a guy that was younger than me. You know, that's mama and her boo. You know, so I'm sure. Hopefully, his children will be a little bit more mature and be like, "All right, dad, whoever you love, we love." Wow. All right. Well, that was Cat's Corner, Kitten's Corner, Cat's Corner, whatever. Yay! <laughs> What'd you say, Cat? I said, "Yay! This is awesome, CD." You like it? Okay, all right. We, no, we we want to please you on this show. You know, whatever it takes to please the pudding. I mean, no, I said I said I was gonna stop with that joke. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you ran into the ground now. Yeah. Okay. All right. But that was Cat's Corner. You guys can email us inside the Cave Podcast at gmail.com if you got questions for Cat. And uh, either Veli or Big Dog will have the final word, but you can always count on Joe Dirt to give you some info too. You can email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can fo- follow us on Twitter at Cave Crush and send us a message. And you can send us messages to our Facebook account, Inside the Cave. And you can go to our Instagram uh, account and send us messages there, Inside the Cave. All right? Let's get into this Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. week. Hey, CB. Let's get into that Quit Hating the South featuring... Charlie Wilson and Willie D. 
UGK this week on Big Dogs Country Rap Channel. Well, I don't even know what that is. I ain't heard that one before. <laughs> you heard that quick hating sound? No, I ain't heard that one. Shit, I have to listen to that. We're on the number one show inside the cave. So y'all stay up there with that bullshit. This country rap tune down here, nigga. Young pimp, young bun, underground king. All the OG just recognizing the real, I got love for y'all. But all you bitch ass niggas talking down in your records, you can eat a dick. Hold up. Pushing cocaine, serpent, piles of weed. Piles of weed, pussy nigga. Steady staying on the grind. Steady grind, stay in the studio, nigga. Pussy nigga can't say he ain't hating me. I know you hate me, bitch. Hold up. Cause if you did, then you would be lying. Big Dogs Country Rap Tune. Let's get into this. Our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe. Inside the game. What's up, all my people out there? Just following me, and y'all follow me everywhere. You know, all the dirt seeders with the dirty minds. And check this out. Last week, I had a a story of um. All uh, right, last last episode we had a love story. So this episode, we kind of got a. It's a strange story, but it's kind of heartbreak. You know, mm-hmm. it, it got me emotionally. Okay. But then again, you know, I th- I think this guy. He should be uh, held on a pedestal, you know, somewhat. Okay. It's kind of sad, but listen to this. The headline reads, man opts for jail instead of marriage. <laughs> so he'd rather go to jail than to continue to be married. <laughs> How you feel about this, CB? Well. As one of the uh, married men on the show. Yeah, I think I think I think it's only like two of us left, right? <laughs> Jeez. Well. Gotta check this out, y'all. And I'll be interested to hear y'all response. Right. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a man held up a bank to finally be free from his not so better half. Hmm. Anthony Miller, a 39-year-old, told the Lancaster County judge that his wife was abusive to him. And she abused him so bad. That he got fed up and went and held up a bank with a BB gun so he can go to jail just to get away from her. Wow. 
couldn't go to the hospital or something? He said she was abusive, he was scared, and she threatened to commit suicide if he ever left. Wow. So she kind of boxed him in, but he had to find a way to get out. Wow. He said he was so anxious to get caught that after he went in there to rob the bank, he stayed there extra time, an extra four minutes, and asked the teller if she if they called the cops yet. <laughs> So the teller set the alarm off, and when he heard the police come, that's when he walked out the bank so he can get arrested. <laughs> now listen to this. They said the, his defense attorney, Miller's defense attorney, said that when his wife came to pick up his car after he got arrested, the arresting officer talked to his wife for 20 minutes and said that he wanted to go to jail after talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He told the judge that uh, he had a nervous breakdown that day. And although he committed a serious crime with the uh, BB gun, it wasn't loaded. And he never threatened to hurt anybody. But the judge gave him three to six years in prison. And the judge told him that uh, we have to make sure that he don't do this again. But there is a bright side to this. What is the bright side, Joe? He divorced. He got away. <laughs> Took him to go into jail, but he got away. You know... You know that. See, that's why. Even though I'm happily married, as I say on this show, I am not an advocate for marriage. Marriage ain't for everybody, man. Some of these women are just crazy. Now, you mean to tell me this man rather go to jail? Rather go to jail? Go to prison than come home to his wife every day? That's all. I feel like this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. She should have did some of that time with him. I believe so. I think she should have did the time instead of him. But you know what? That's the problem, a, lot, a big problem in America. I know a lot of guys that purposely work second shift <laughs> just so they don't have to come home to their, to their wife and kids, man. I mean, they purposely work second shift and they beg their boss, can they stay over an extra four hours? And they said, told the boss, you don't even have to pay me. Just give me an extra four hours just so I don't have to come home to the old lady. I mean, look, Kat, you need to get you need to start talking to these women and get these women straightened out because this this is ridiculous. I mean, I I definitely I am not married. I've never been married. Um, and I think I'm more uh I, I'm I'm not with C B on, you know, don't get married. I think if you find a good partner and you know, all that blah blah blah, you should. But what's sad about the story is so it took him to go to jail for the divorce he was afraid he couldn't ask for before he robbed a bank. Because she so, said she'd kill herself. Right. It's like it already, but 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 she didn't. She's still alive right now, and they're divorced. Hey, he so could. He, he want to risk that and had that on his mind. I think that that man, that woman, drove that man insane. And he insane. Not, he shouldn't have to go to jail. He should have went. To the to the what they call it the nut house yeah, yeah he should have went to the cracker jack suite and, and checked into <laughs> the, the check into the nut house man because <laughs> like that woman that that that's terrible man yeah that woman needs to kill herself and start over that what you think dog hey man it got to be something I mean how bad it got to be you just rather go to jail and get away from it you know now, what I'm saying now dog you know about those guys that want to work second shift purposely so they don't have to come home you know about those guys right dog. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, isn't that your house? Isn't the man supposed to be the head of the house? Like, yeah, yeah you coming never... home to a nag? Ain't nobody. Trying yeah, Kat. Yeah, Kat. You never been married. Yeah, Sorry, you're right. But I'm sure you know she was a nag before you married her. No, not all the time. It yeah, don't work out like that sometimes. Yeah. I've never been married, so you know my personality type is. 
Um, I don't like nags either. So I don't think that maybe you, I mean, I can't imagine what was so horrible in that home that he had to go to jail. And I kind of uh, commend the judge for not allowing that behavior to be celebrated or, you know, cause if that's the case, we'll have a lot of niggas trying to escape marriages and all that by trying to just rob banks and go to jail. So I don't think that was the best way to handle it, especially because at the end of the day, they're divorced. She didn't kill herself. So it's like, you know, it was think, a no win for anybody. I think that judge should have been disbarred for giving him that time. Yeah, you're right, Joe. You're right. That time should have been sent to that woman. You never know. He might not have had no doors on his room or nothing. No privacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got a sponsor this week? No, nah, I ain't got no sponsor. No sponsor for the dirt sheet. All right, well, we're going to get ready to wrap this show up. We got some big news. Hey, hey people, I need y'all to email me some sponsors. <laughs> yeah, you need some. Hey, we got a big week coming up, man. I need you guys to stay tuned, everybody that's listening to this show. We're going to give you another show this week. We're going to be talking to Dr. Umar Johnson. That'll be another episode. It'll be up this week. That's right. You heard me say it. Heard me say it. Dr. Umar Johnson will be going inside the cave talking with us. That episode will be up in a couple days, all right? Also, let me say this. Cuz always spreads the love and, and give emails around here and complaints and stuff. Cuz, you didn't read this one, but uh, somebody said something positive about you, brother. A word? Yeah, somebody <laughs> said that uh, you speak very well and you're an underrated person on this show and uh, that you need to talk more often. And they say you sound real educated when you speak. Y'all talking about me, cuz, send an email in saying that? I was just Just letting you know, cuz. Hey, cuz cuz always spreads the love. I just want to let cuz know that people like him, too. They want you to speak more often, cuz. If, if, hey, cuz, if these guys would just shut up sometimes, you can actually get a word in. These guys, these guys never shut up long enough for you to be able to speak. Cuz hey. had his wife email the show. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Hey, but I heard that a lot, though. A lot of people have told me that, uh, yeah, Cousin Lamar. That, a lot of people like Cousin Lamar. For real. Okay, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, they scared. I appreciate they the They want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But like I said earlier, we will be at the Barbershop Challenge, 3830 South Wabash. I want everybody to come. April 24th, it starts at 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And we will be there the first few hours. Come meet your boys and girl. From inside the cave. Shout out to Rolling Three Leaf Films, Mad Cell. Get your uh, shirts. Go to Mad Cell Inc. Get your shirts and everything. Customized shirts from Mad Cell. And uh, you can follow me at I'm the Real CB at Inside the Cave at Cave Crush at Cave Crush on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast. And who do I want to wrap this show up? Today? I don't know, but you can follow me hey, to the Swingers Club. Before we wrap this up, CP, I got some feedback for you also. Uh, okay. You know, if you come to work on time, big dog. Hey, don't listen to that, dog. Don't worry about it. We still not going to pay you for the day, but thanks for showing up. <laughs> hey, man, I haven't got my first check yet, so... Uh, it's on. in the mail. You know, CP, we can talk about that. Yeah, talk to Joe. It's in the mail, buddy. Hey, oh, so Joe, you the one handling the finances? Hey, but Jay, big dog, <laughs> I, I was trying to do the intro you told me about. Shout out to Cat. Brother. Anyway, uh... <laughs> Boy, you, uh, anyway, uh, man, I can't, well, anyway, at the beginning, at the, at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the show, I tried to do that intro you told me. I tried to introduce Cat first, and Big Do- and, uh, Joe Dirt got pissed off at me, man. He said, I'm supposed, he's supposed to be introduced first, and everybody else falls in line after him. 
That's right. How'd Joe come up with that shit? Because <laughs> this is inside the dirt sheets and y'all the cave members. I'm David Ruffin. Y'all the Temptations. I thought that was so classy of you to tell him that. You're right. As the lone lady here, I would like to be. Ladies first, right. man. You know, that's that Southern hospitality. I'm Michael and y'all the Jacksons. We need you, need you to say nothing, Latoya. Stop back like Latoya Jackson, cat. Feedback for my people. What's your, what's your uh, feedback? What's your feedback? We had somebody. Y'all got a bag up off the south, bro. What what they say? What they say, big dog? Bag up off the south. Hey, uh, we had, somebody emailed us earlier about that man talking about I need to stop cutting off the the uh, the, the uh, what what they say? Cause stop doing something. Yeah, they said they said don't don't change the country rap tune. Don't put on that R and B rock fish. Put on the the. the down south tune, keep that going. Yeah. Cuz said that the man showed up at his house on a horse. <laughs> That's how he delivered the mail. He couldn't email him. What the hell going on down there, dog? Yeah, he was from Alabama. Travis from Alabama. Well, better than old raggedy ass band that got from <laughs> 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 when I was on my way to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was inside the cave, man. Ah, oh, let's see. You. Who should I let this see? Cat did it last week. Uh, hey, how about this? Cousin Lamar, I'll let you close out the show, brother. What's up? What's up? I'll let you close out the show this week. All right, cool. I got you. All right. Well, for all the listeners, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all uh, for tuning in to us. And uh, stay tuned for the next show. Keep on uh, spreading the word and uh, make us a household name. And we'll catch y'all last next time on Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.